I don't want to take someone else's. <laughs> just do but it. But it's just Lord of the Rings. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Nerd on. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome. I'm Josh, one of your hosts. If you're new to the show, going to my left. I am Caitlin. Ollie. <laughs> giggles. <laughs> what? Hi, Giggles. Giggles. My name is Tom, and Giggles is also known as Corey. On uh, the interwebs connected with us, we have... I'm Jared. And I'm BJ. <laughs> Sorry. Yay. <laughs> Didn't really give him much of an intro we, there, Tom. Did you introduce yourself? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, was, uh, we've done this before, guys. That's how we do it. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. We can podcast, for sure. <laughs> do we need a Do we need a giggles break? No, I'm all right. I'm, <laughs> no, it's better with I'm doing laughing. it now. Look. <laughs> uh, before we get the episode started, Josh got a quick little message to do a little business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the quick little business, as Tom likes to call it, uh, this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. And today we have a fun episode. We are going over the mm-hmm. World Wide Web with Life's a Binge, mm-hmm. Jared and BJ. Woo! Say yeah. hello to our audience. Hello, audience. Hi, everybody. And um, let's let's start off right, and uh, you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, what you do. We are Life's a Binge. We're a podcast as well, pop culture, TV, movies, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Coming up on three years now that we've been so, doing it. Nice. Uh, a long, yeah. long time. It, it is kind of a long time, but it's been a blast. Uh, we, we've been had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, uh, kind of evolving, I think, even a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Awesome. It's, it's, so, it's so fun. We're having so much fun. And having you guys on uh, a few weeks ago was a... Total blast. Thoroughly yeah, enjoyed it. That was one of my favorite ones we've recorded with another uh, group. Woo! Right on. Right on. That's cool. And and just so our audience knows, I mean, we appear, uh, you guys appeared, but we, we've, we've done stuff before, but just so our audience knows, where does the name come from? Life's a Binge. Uh, that was my brainchild. This is BJ, by the way. Uh, BJ of BJ and Jared. Of life's a <laughs> so together they're BJJ. <laughs> and, uh, we had started actually we'd started doing our podcast before we got the name. Correct. And uh, so we'd recorded a couple, and then uh, we were like, we need a good name. We need a good name. And it was almost like a cartoon moment of a, you know, of of, of the the no. lightning flashing. Yes, I got it. Life's a binge, and and, and I had to Scott. call everybody. And yes, exactly, and call everybody. This is the one. It's called Life's a Binge. Well, and it's funny because a lot of people initially associated us with like eating disorders. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. First, like, yeah, I don't think binge watching it had, hadn't it, caught on. It, yeah, it, quite yet. Yeah, Netflix which is kind of started weird. yet. Okay. Right, exactly. So, but yeah, you know, the whole binge watching thing and Netflix mm-hmm. and our, our logos based on Netflix and all that kind of stuff. And it started, we had a conversation on BJ's birthday. Like we were all sitting around the campfire, basically talking about the show Lost. And we're like, how come we're not recording this right now? People would listen to this. And then it started probably a couple of months after that. Nice. And it was, it was also one of those things where we're hanging out, like we're not being paid, you know, we're hanging out to have fun. And we're talking about TV and stuff that we really enjoy and, and going back and forth about our opinions. And and uh, it just it's interesting. You know, it's a lot of fun. It's what we all do. So That's it's fun. We make stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I wish this was fun, but we <laughs> do it for work. 
It would be more fun if you nah, weren't here. Corey. Do I need to make the handcuffs tighter? Yes. <laughs> Don't forget the fluffy ones. Uh, yeah, well, awesome. And so you guys have been going for three years. How many episodes are you on? Uh, we just released, as of the this recording, we had hit 151. Whoa. Whoa. And so... I know. All those Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> catch them all. Gotta, gotta oh, catch them all. I binge that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any more questions. Yeah, all right. I've known, you know, I've known you know Jared so well. I've known Jared. <laughs> well, you know, for, how, how about you guys that? Yeah, yeah, you guys just, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that 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 you guys had known each other, and and so like I, when we were doing Must the first nice. podcast, I was kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful place. Uh, I was kind of intrigued. I wanted to hear. Well, tell me about the shows you did. You know, like you guys were in shows. I was like, that was cool. I want to hear about that. Well, basically, about that. what it gets down to is that you guys are all the fourth wheels right now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's it's, oh, yeah. it's just me and Josh. Yeah. Okay with that. No, me, me and Jared met back in like 2004. To, yeah, it was 2004 because that's when I started going to Grossmont College, which is a community college down in San Diego. And shout uh, out, shout out, whoop, whoop. Um, the Griffins. Yeah, Go um, Griffins. Um, yeah, I my theater was my focus there, and with a kind of a asterisk musical theater, I. That's what I always told people that that's what I went to college for, even though that's not what I was getting my major in. Because um, I loved musical theater. He wanted theater. to sound cool. Right? Because musical theater is <laughs> so <hipster>. cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I met um, Jared in a few of the acting classes and then musical theater classes. And then we went on to be in a bunch of shows. A few shows, yeah. A few, a few shows. shows. Um, like short films, stuff like that. And still, still, uh, still know the guy. Now you yeah. guys are on podcast together. Once you friends, know, now mortal enemies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> this finally ends. I will destroy one you. Stand, one shall fall. Uh, that's awesome, though. I like that. Yeah, Thunderdome um, for podcasts. Yeah, um, I'm actually really excited about today's today's topic. Yeah. This is a really unique kind of situation. Before we get into yes. it, just one more for the audience, just yeah. so they get a little bit more of you guys. Uh, since yeah. it's that, you know, collaborate team, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say right now in the current 2018 is probably the best binge thing that you guys have done so far? It's what we've food. watched and, bit, and <laughs> <laughs> pizza. I'd have to go with pizza. Okay. Uh, right. Like as far as like things that have of come 2000, out. Of 2018 of this year, like uh, so recent stuff or. No, I mean just what or, you've done recently. Or in general. Just, yeah, in, re- in general. So uh, most recently the thing that I think a lot of people binge watch because binge watching has kind of gone the wayside where people are still, there's so much content that you can't just plow through it all at once. You're, you kind of pick and choose and you watch episodically by choice now, which is kind of bizarre. And then they yeah. just but, play at the office over again. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> exactly. You're not wrong. And but over, but and when over. Cobra Kai came out on YouTube mm. Red, everyone signed up for the free trial so they could watch Cobra Kai on YouTube. And we're like, yeah, we got to do that too. Okay. And I'm like, they're not making any money off this because everyone's signing up for the free trial so they can watch the show. It's just bizarre. It was a bizarre business model to me, the whole YouTube thing. But yeah. I think that was the most recent thing that everyone kind of, collectively kind of binge watched and that together. Was a re- that was really fun to binge to. Yeah. Like, uh, we've kind of gone back and forth. My brother wasn't a big fan of it, but uh, we were. And uh, our good friend Jay Huerto was. And uh, it, it was just a lot of fun. Like, that was a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys saw that one or not. I, what yeah. you thought of it. Fernando? But... Yes. Yeah. Wow. Fernando. 
It's all yes, yes, yes. coming together. Oh. It's, it's, yes, it is. It's a, tiny, it's a tiny world that we live in. See, he knows him as Fernando also because back in the day, well, I know I met we him after school together. Yes, I met I met him after he he, he chose his stage name or right. Uh, I mean, by this point, uh, they already got renewed for a second season, mm-hmm. and um, right. Funny that you mentioned that one because I know the executive producer of the show. I work oh, nice. the first cool. ever job. Must be I, nice. It, it, no. Not because um, <laughs> oh I just see him making cool stuff, and I'm like, I live in an apartment and I can't afford things. Um, but anyways, uh, no, he, uh, he was actually one of the first guys who was like my boss. Um, for a movie I worked on, the first job I ever worked on in LA it was called Street Level, and then all of a sudden I just followed him. Like we're friends on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, he's, he's going to try Beck at the premiere uh, 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 Cobra Kai, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I guess it's a fucking huge thing. Dope, and I'm happy for it. But yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it was blown a lot of fun up too. on YouTube. Um, and when so you're, none of you guys have seen it or not yet, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Uh, but okay. I have or, or are interested. I should say yeah. I am interested. I have just endlessly watched the trailers because I thought they were really well done trailers. Yeah, uh, yep. and I've showed it's everyone. a very fun. It's a very fun ride with just enough nostalgia, but not to like hit you over the head with it. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I think nice. that's part it's of it. Fun. I need to go it, back and watch Karate Kid. Mm. Yeah, and I'll probably feel better about. Um, and when do your guys' episodes drop? What day of the week? Every Monday. Every, every Monday. Monday. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday morning. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but today's topic, let's get yes. into it. I'm it's very, very excited unique. about it. It's, as Corey said, it is very unique. Yeah. We well, went. Well, I, I like to call these like gush episodes. Yeah. These are like gush ones where we just, it's not like oh. breaking news. It's not like a tentpole thing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's more of like a free flow nostalgia thing and this is like the first one that Kaylin gets to be on with us Ooh. since we've had like our video games are us and we've had our movies are us and now it's like movie adaptations are us I'm I'm <laughs> especially excited because uh, at the time of recording this we have just done like the summer movie madness yeah. type stuff right. yes. yeah. so our last like four or five four episodes we've reco- episodes. Uh, we all recorded together were all on. movies that have come out and so I think it's nice to get this change of pace now. So I think I'm especially, especially, especially excited about it. Yeah. Uh, to kind of gush about something other than that, even though it is technically still movies. <laughs> so we are doing movie adaptations of books. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. a good place to kind of start that conversation is maybe just our thoughts on about movie adaptations, not yeah. specific movies, but just the the idea of doing that. And I'm going to flip it over the World Wide Web. And uh, life's a binge. What are, what's your guys' initial thoughts? thoughts. I'm looking at. I'm staring at Caitlin just to confuse her. The whole time he's been winding this up like he's gonna throw it to me while staring at me intently and is like gonna throw it across the web to life's a binge. He does that a lot. He does that at the intro sometimes. He'll look at me on his right and he goes, and to my left. And Ali has to go. Oh, uh, Ali. That's, that's an athletic move, by the way. I hope you know that's called faking them out. It's like a little juke. But I'm on yeah. your team. Why would yeah. you do it to me? Because <laughs> it's, it's team, the one team. bad bone in his body. Because the team that's has to be as sharp. sharp. Gets. This one. It's as evil as he gets. The team has to be sharp. Okay. Uh, but life's a binge. Let's, life's let's a hear. binge. So most recently, I ran into this issue that I have with with people. And when Ready Player <laughs> One, <laughs> when Ready Player One came out, mm. everyone that I know was like, "It's not like the book." And my big thing is, um, talking to me. You're allowed to like both. Like yeah. they don't, have, they don't have to be one and the same. They don't have to be exactly like the book or whatever. You're allowed to like both. So as far as like the concept goes, I'm all for it because I like the books. And then I'm like, hey, sweet, now I get another version of this. It might not be exact, but bring it on. 
Yeah. yeah and I, I feel like it's more apples and oranges in a way. In the medium, you're never going to be able to fill the kind of detail you can in a book, in a movie, in general. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to have to pick and choose what you're going to uh, stress and focus on. But uh, I tell you, in these days of HBO and extended series, I tell you, you can tell a lot of detailed stories. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and they do a fantastic job. Um, I never did read the books of Game of Thrones, but I've been told. Uh, that that it's been pretty good as far as like because generally you're gonna lose it uh, in the movie. People are gonna say oh, it's not as good as the book, but uh, but well, well that's like two now, hours like, um, versus fifteen hours. It's yeah. true, yeah. When you just have a lot longer time to tell a story and to flush it out, mm-hmm. it's impressive. Yeah, but it's in a movie, that, that... I, I enjoy. Yeah, so in a movie, I'm thinking like it's not gonna be the same no matter what. So you kind of just have to judge them separately. You know, like ah, oh, you know, the book of the omen. I'm thinking of the very short list of books, the movies that I've seen <laughs> <Yes>. and read. <laughs> you know, it wasn't they'd skip this in the in the movie, but uh, you know, they're 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 separate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting that nowadays, I think it's interesting that some of these creative studios are trying to lean into that and purposely change it you know right to like make yeah with, this is the movie experience right right yeah like with Logan dead and i think i think even game of thrones to a certain extent well towards the end i mean the end. specifically like so i'm i'm there with you guys in terms of i don't know how to read books um but with uh <laughs> avengers infinity war specifically the russos have gone on gone on record and say like we're not going to tell you the infinity gauntlet story like you already know that if you're a fan of Marvel, you already know the story of what mm-hmm. happens with Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet. So we're gonna do things differently, and they, they're totally okay. But the weird thing is that they just—it's the name. Like they call it Infinity, so yeah. you think it's gonna be the same thing. Civil War is everything but what the comic book was created by Brian Michael Bendis. So it, but it's, it's a not different. Civil War. It's Captain I America guess, Civil War. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> well, like I, there's the there's a I think to some extent, like I enjoy the stuff like that, especially with comic book movies because. There are different runs of comics all the time, mm-hmm. so I'm used to the characters changing slightly here and there, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and like, like you said, like you're not going to be able to carry everything over from the book to the movie because it is a limited amount of time. Uh, but then there are movies that use a title simply to sell it and have nothing to do with the book. So I don't know if anyone here has read World War Z. Mm. Yes. And then watched the movie and yeah. gone, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. I signed up for <laughs> World War Z and this has nothing to do with the book. Um, so as far as like movies based off books with artistic changes and, and choices and stuff like that, I'm all for it, but don't call something, some, yeah, call it like, something else. Yeah. Cause you can, you, anything. and you can say based on, yeah, based, yeah, based on, on the on book it. or, or, you know, yeah, based <laughs> on not, based. not adapted. There are <laughs> a million other zombie <laughs> names they could have come up with, but they just chose world war Z <laughs> and then followed nothing from the book. So it, it, at least be slightly true, I guess, there's, to the characters I, I in the story. There, I think there, to that point, though, there is a um, like the flip. I guess the devil's advocate would be like that. There is a there is a line that you can. There's like a little bit of a gray area, I think, where you can Twilight. You, you can move away. <laughs> like Twilight, like Lord, Lord of the Rings. Like my favorite thing to analyze, Twilight. No, uh-huh. never seen or heard or read any of those. What Lord but, of the Rings, though? You yeah. uncultured swine. <laughs> you can use. You're that missing as a out. Lord of the Rings is a great example of like. Well, even I would say Lord of the Rings is pretty accurate. I mean, there's omissions. Yeah, but they change. They do change a lot. They, yeah. they, they do change a lot. Um, Lots of things are missing. Yeah. Who says but what? But as far as like it being a like actually a better example might be Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though Michael Crichton was directly involved with the screenplay, mm-hmm. um, I think that's kind of like capturing the. It's important to capture the spirit and the purpose of the story, and then at that point, I think it's okay to deviate a little bit because, as Tom knows, one of my favorite things to say is that it's, it's this. Run. It's this person's run. Oh. of that <laughs> comic yeah. or of that, you know, 
That's uh, new. Captain I, America Civil War. <laughs> and I totally, I totally agree. I just don't want any more movies doing what World War Z did ever again. Yeah. But I agree with you that World War Z is an example of it not capturing the spirit of the yeah. book. I like that you brought up Jurassic Park because that's one of the, well, actually it's not the few instances. Basically, most of the time I end up watching the movie first mm -hmm. unless it's more recent in my lifetime. But Jurassic Park, I watched the movie and I was like, I love this movie. It's so great. And then I was like, you know what? The book's probably great too. And so I went back yeah. and read it and I was like, what is this book? Like it's it's a it's a basic concept like we were talking about, but it's not it's not the same, but it, there's enough similarities where it's not like yeah, completely off-putting. Right. Exactly. It's not like a false mm. advertisement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So you read a book. <laughs> I read, yeah, I read so, a lot of books. How, was, how is At that? This, <laughs> this year alone on my book reading list, I'm at 32. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But oh, it's audiobooks. So I che I'm I cheating. Think, it's hey, audiobooks. Hey, let's ask, let's I don't know ask if there is on. cheating because you are. Does that, that count? Counts. That counts. Yeah. As long as I, it's I, not I a bridge. It counts. It's I mean, it's a got book. buck in the name. It doesn't use the right. same part of the brain, but yeah. Now, what does a bridge mean? I'm sorry if well, I sound like an idiot. It's a thing what, what, that what? Uh, connects two pieces of land. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> I'm upset with Wait a now. minute. An isthmus? No. No, it just means that it essentially has been shortened. Yeah, it's been shortened. There's, like, there's cut things out the that kids. they found no, no. unimportant. Oh, I see. Okay, out. abridged. Okay, thank like you. Like Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yeah. No, it's so funny. It's one like of these that. things I've seen it a million times, but I'm like, well, I don't really well, know. Like what Monte Cristo is one of my favorite books and movies, but there is an oh, abridged Oh, so when it's version. unabridged, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm when it's you. unabridged, it's like 1,200 pages, but when it's abridged, it's like 200 and it's you're like, like 12 pages. Yeah. I can right. handle that. It's like if any Lord <laughs> of the Rings, if there were to be like a abridged Lord of the Rings, they would take out the 17 pages he uses to describe a hill. <laughs> that's fair. Like that's we important. Get, we get the hill. We get it's a hill. We know what it looks like. Thank you. But what does, does JRR stand for? Anybody? Anybody know? John Just Ronald really, really token. token. Do you really know? <laughs> Just really, really token. John. Based on John. his writing style, that's a pretty accurate description. <laughs> that's really funny. I knew, I that's know funny. It. Do you? Yeah. What yeah, is it? Hey, it's John Just... Ronald Rule Token. Oh, Ooh, Ronald he's a real fan. Whoa. John oh, Ronald Rule the knowledge. Token. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got it. Um, Caitlin, yes. what are your thoughts about just the ideology? That's of what I want to hear. Yeah. Movie about, adaptations uh, based book, on books. Yeah. Yes. Uh, wow. Give no, us your opinion. I, it varies because <laughs> there are obviously things like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter are great, but there have also been things like I Am Legend that I was horrendously disappointed in. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. nope. Did you Is it Omega read? Man? Yeah, Omega Man. What? They made a movie before called, called Omega, Omega Man. Man. That was much truer to the book. I think oh. with Charlton Heston. Oh. I just don't get a sniper rifle most of the time. True to I Am Legend. Yeah. Oh. Truer. How have I never come across that? It's because it's like you from, don't the watch 70s. from the seventies. That'd be why. Yeah. Did, yeah. did I Am Legend come out? The book come out in the seventies? Uh, the book came out. Well, it was like a short. It was a short story. Mm -hmm. Um, that was amazing. And that came, oh, when did that come out? That was. Oh. A long I'm googling time ago. it right now. Continue your thoughts. But, um, thank you, Corey. Oh. But, but Omega Man wasn't based on the same story, or was it? There, is that what you're there, saying? Omega Man is supposed to be, yes. Oh, but interesting. Your thoughts about... About I Am Legend, the Will Smith movie in 2007. I Am Legend 1954. 54. The short the story. Yeah, the short story is old. Okay. Um, but I loved that story. And then when it was like, I'm Will Smith, and I'm going to fight zombies, because zombies are real hot right now. It was really upsetting. You should watch Omega Man. It's really good. Oh, I'm going to now. We'll do For a movie sure. night. It'll be fun. Yay, popcorn. And like, so is that one of those of, of them having it? I mean, I'm assuming if it was in the 50s, it wasn't a sci-fi 
movie. Well, I mean, it could have been because it, it, like, it might have been thing. more of a like period piece for that time. So that wouldn't have. I mean, that that's interesting. Like, I think I would have preferred seeing a period piece, hmm. like of the it, of like it is. It is marked as a zombie vampire fiction. Yeah, hmm. it's. Have you? Do you know the story at all? I don't. It's fucking awesome. Is like it? the whole world is over. And they're like over, they're, they're very vague about things, but it's like zombie vampires have taken over, and this one guy is holed up, and they're really vague about what's happening, and he doesn't really know what's happening, and he's trying to solve things, and like. But more importantly, was from Batman his versus Superman about to come out? Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, I'll gush about that for like way too long. But, uh, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, well, is I that mean, one of those sounds, instances similar? In, to Batman versus Superman? No, no. To, to, I am legend. <laughs> to, to Will Smith's I Am Legend. Well, I think, think about I Am Legend, the Will Smith one, I think that Caitlin's trying to get to is the fact that it's more action-packed like and it's not yeah. about like the disorientation of it's, like it's not the about, world the, about the and the way that society changed to match that. Mm-hmm. Like in the end of it, I think Will Smith finds like another human society. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a survivor. She's like, there's a haven. You can go As to the is. haven. Yeah, but like yeah, in the like, short story, it's done. It, he That's was it. the last one. No yeah. hope. He was the That's monster. The he was the legend oh. that still existed because he was the only human left alive. And the ideology is more about like. Everyone else is actually normal, and I'm the different one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. the one who was going out and killing all these zombie vampire things. It was a, it's an amazing story. Came out in 1950, whatever. I'm sorry Four. if I spoiled it for everyone. But yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, that was I on my list. That. But <laughs> pick up a book. Um, <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Never. never. Uh, You'll never but, catch me. <laughs> but so some, and now I definitely have to watch Omega Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Some adaptations can be really great for like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Like I yeah. loved those movies. I had like mm-hmm. poured my life into those books. Yeah. And then seeing it on the screen, even though it doesn't match the picture in my head exactly, it it let me like sink deeper into that world in a different way. Yeah, like which, yeah. Frodo which made it amazing. I like the changes they made though. Like Frodo isn't 60 in the movie. Yeah. He's still Elijah Wood. Like, yeah, he's, he's still, still Elijah Wood. Yeah, so like you know, little changes like that. Are we, we like, going to at some sense. point go around? We'll talk room. about them, but I want yeah, to still we, get everyone's okay. yeah. thoughts. I'm sorry, um, I went off on a little change of things. No, because I got, no, because I got, because if not, I got I got some gushing to do, but I'll Ooh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Thoughts for Josh? Josh. Stop. Um, I'm, I'm much like Jared when it comes to, to adaptations. I, when I hear about them, when I hear that they're going to happen, I'm like, cool. I really love the source material. I'm so down for this. Yep. Okay, they changed that. All right, that's right. that's fine. This is, as Ollie said, mm-hmm. this is a run. This is their version of it. Yep. It has the title on it. It still has some of the DNA of the original source. I'm cool with it. All right, sweet. Because how in the fuck are you going to fit eight, no, seven fucking books yeah. <laughs> into movies. This is, uh, you know, McG's Pride and Prejudice. You know, McG's? <laughs> Mick, please, over here. All of our minds went, huh. You want to see that, don't you? I want to see that now. So, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm all for them as long as they are at least a little true to it. And it's not like Corey said, where it's like, here's the title. We're going to do something else. Here's Jumanji, the sequel, but it's not Jumanji. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. How dare you speak ill of Have you gone and seen Johnson's Have you watched I, it? I've watched all the it. clips oh, that have to do I did with Jumanji. Not. I liked the, it. 
the rock. Sorry, I watched all the clip. What, that tell had to do with tell me zombie. again, what what movie was that though? That was like in space, and it was like a sequel, but it was oh, Zathura. Yeah. No, we're talking about Jumanji uh, 2 that came Welcome out. Welcome to the like, jungle. Welcome to the jungle. I and, watched the one clip where they referenced the other Jumanji. Wasn't it? Wasn't it you guys who was telling me about or telling us about a Jumanji? <laughs> no, or something like that, right? Like it was, no, that's your it, other podcast. And it wasn't. <laughs> so salty. No, no, it was like. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. See, this is why it's I don't so write because I have the worst memory too. So, so I'm like, wasn't that you? No, it wasn't you. But the, uh, someone told me about a Jumanji sequel that wasn't called Jumanji in any way. It was yeah. called something else. It was, but it was, it was the same thing. It was. And you guys it was told the world us about of, that. Yeah, it was a thorough. Yeah, it was an. It was actually based off the second book. Yeah, yeah. Another uh, adaptation. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't see that. Here's the other thing about adaptations. If you really look through movie history, most movies yes are based on a book. They don't always give it credit, but it's like. Oh, that's the story of this. Oh, that's based off this. Oh, a- Avatar's Dances with Wolves. With um, <laughs> Ferngully. With Ferngully. With penis raptors. Yeah. yeah. What? Well, you know, the pterodactyls, they fly. They like... That's... They... Okay, I'm my turn. Yeah. So my thoughts... <laughs> Thank you, Corey, for that. Like you just steer away from, down Avatar, you steer away from penis point. raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. conversation. We well, that, was a, that was a Tom line. He was more talking about who I was. I was, t- I was like, hold on, let me talk about myself. Channeling please. Tom there for a minute. Um, so my thoughts about movie adaptations uh, based on books are... I like them a lot. Um, to Josh's point, like a lot of them are... Most movies nowadays... You'd probably say a good share of movies that come out are based on books. That's a, there's a reason why the Academy has a part for script screenplays based on adaptations. Mm-hmm. Like it's part of the art form now. Yep. Um, I don't think. And yet, stuntmen don't have Oscars. Yeah. Still. Um. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about, Corey. Um. So I'm always going to give you a chance to get stuntman a limelight. They should, and I'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> um. But um. I mean. I, whenever I hear about a movie that's based on a book that comes out, I'm very like, oh my god, I need to fucking like read that shit if I want to be interested into it because I like being very objective when it comes to it. Um, I I like to think that I'm pretty like objective when I see like this is what the book is, this is what the movie is. If I didn't like the movie, then fucking read the book. Um, yep. And if I don't like the book and I like the changes that they made in the movie, I'm like cool. Like changes of like time frames, like when they write certain women character in, in like objectifying ways versus in a movie where they make them an actual human being. Um, Ready player that's one. always nice. Those are kind of cool. Or when they <laughs> I make- think that's part of it. It's like, it's really interesting to kind of like dive into those differences and see like, why do they make creative decisions? Does this why give does, me more insights on the original source material? Why does Voldemort now? have a nose? When in the book they said he clearly didn't have a nose. Um, <laughs> why does he not have red eyes? He should have had red eyes. But I mean, like those are things that, I mean, I read, I read all the Harry Potter books up until five before I watched the movies. And I was like, holy shit, I'm really into it. And then I was like, okay, these movies are being made way too quickly for me to like even try. And I stopped. But I mean, like there's movies like The Watchmen mm-hmm. um, that was based on the graphic novel. And they took out an entire portion of, it's like a story within the story mm-hmm. um, in the in the book, which I mean, like to Corey's point, in, in a weird way, Zack Snyder, knowing for making fucking 12 hour long movies, um, Watchmen was super long and it was very, very close to the actual graphic novel. Yeah, uh, and there was one huge change, but there's also like these small little stories that were taken out. Like I would say that the movie almost serves as an abridged version of the book. Mm-hmm. And I think those are cool things. And it's kind of like to Josh's point, it's nice to see like the technology that's being made and then seeing what you love and read um, be made into what you are seeing now. So you saw it in your mind's eyeball and then now you see it in your real eyeballs. So. Yeah, it was now, poetic almost. Yeah. I like now, what it. are your thoughts when they completely, like, 
keep it 100% accurate except for the very ending when they're like, well, now we have to Hollywoodize this thing. Um, right, cool. With it. Guess I mean, what? He lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? In DC Rebirth, it's all different anyway, so who gives a shit? I mean, yeah, I mean that's, I, that's the thing. Like, It's all based on whoever's writing it, right? Like, the writer themselves know, like, if it's going to have a movie deal, the screenwriters are going to change it, the director's going to change it, and then the editor's going to change it. I'm especially it. okay with it if if the writer... I mean, a lot of these times, the writers are involved in those kind of decisions. Like, right. the Steve Jobs... Oh, not Steve Jobs, but the Social Network movie with Aaron Sorkin, like, the entire time, Aaron Sorkin's in the writing room saying, like, oh, this, like... In the book, he drink like uh, Mark Zuckerberg is drinking um, a beer, and not, and then Aaron Sorkin wrote that he drinks uh, whiskey over the on the rocks, and then he's like, "Oh, it looks mm. better. It's written better. It's it sounds better. It's going to look better on screen." And Fincher's like, "Fuck you. Fuck no. It's going to be like this because that's what it is in the book." And that's exactly what mm. I want to tell the real story. It's like, but you're dramatizing yeah. things with the numbers and the shares. But who cares? <laughs> in the end, like, does it tell an entertaining story and does it get you like excited? Like, will I read? I'm gonna fucking go that's read the, the book. That's the other facet is that it is at the end of the day, it is a business. Yeah, and you know, they have to make it mass appeal to a yeah. degree. You know, luckily they're moving away from that appeal a little bit. I think. I don't I, know. I, I think like what we were saying at the beginning is that like Game of Thrones or like shows that are doing adaptations kind of have like the best options of having these long form things we don't know what amazon's yeah. gonna do at this point with the lord of the rings right but yeah you have to do what fits best for the media too who knows put the pillow over Drool. your lap Caitlin. <laughs> my hands are already there <laughs> put that uh, nerd on away <laughs> seriously oh um i think we're at a point where we could kind of name off like i think i think one specific like movie adaptation that we hold dear to our hearts. If you have more, then I mean, like, it's okay. free flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, cool. you start, bro? Joshua. Joshua. I'm going to start. Yeah. Abraham. The so, Vampire Slayer. Man, there are so many, because, like of I was saying, men. There's, I really like that one. With Gary Sinise? Yes. That is a really good choice, actually. <laughs> um, no, um, one of my favorites. <laughs> one of my favorites, um, because I happen to read the book as well is the Count of Monte Cristo mm. um, I did really like that movie that's that came sandwich. out that's um, the breakfast sandwich the <laughs> <laughs> yes there jelly. is a breakfast sandwich called <laughs> bread, the Monte Cristo but it's not <laughs> that <laughs> at so all they're counting the breakfast Count of Monte Cristo I have a question <laughs> yes um, the Count of Monte Cristo movie that you're uh, referring to is that the Jim Caviezel one yes okay is there any other one other than that yes there is a Gerard J. Depardieu do okay. from like the early 90s La France that's like supposed to be more again this is one of those things where it's like okay <laughs> it's a 1200 page book and it's you can't get all of it there's so many little things that you just right. can't get into the book and it's like an hour and a half to hour and 45 minute movie. It was okay. From I, Not okay. I mean, I was okay with all of the changes that they made. They just told the base story. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. But that was kind of an example of something that I have read and have seen the adaptation. I mean, there are a ton of adaptations that I love, like Train Spotting. Train Spotting is an oh, adaptation, yeah. which I fucking love Train Spotting. But there's so many Harry Potters on the top of my list what, forever. What do you think right. is the, probably the 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 common link between like the ones that you're choosing or specific? Because I mean, like if, if you're saying that there's changes made in the movie and then mm -hmm. the book, and I'm I'm assuming if there's changes in Train Spotting in the book, I've never read them. I haven't read Train Spotting. Okay. I 
I haven't read Harry Potter. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, <laughs> I read Harry Potter four times through. Um, uh, I I don't. There's none. I don't really. It's just the movie being made. It's just the movie being made. There, there's kind of a magic to it. It's it's when you find out that one of your favorite books is being made into a movie, you you cry, right. yeah, and you pee your pants, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is happening, and you won't know what it's going to be until you see it, and because trailers aren't, yeah. Trailers aren't that great nowadays. They can be fun or and incredible. R.I.P. Incredible. Game. Yeah, <laughs> and then you uh. watch it and you're like, oh, it's kind of like a, a current. No, maybe I shouldn't mention a current movie. Okay. At the time of this recording, Hereditary, you watch the trailer mm. and then you go see it and you're like, that's not what I was expecting. Uh. Or Infinity War. Or mm. A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. You're like, oh. Or most of them. Or yeah. most. <laughs> of them. Exactly. Most of them. <laughs> yep. So. Uh. Jolly. 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 I don't want to take somebody else's. <laughs> Just do it. But it's Just Lord it. of the Rings. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. What did I tell you? Don't do this. Don't do it. Come don't back to me. Come back to me. I'll, I'll let you have Lord of the Rings, except the one point that I want to make, which is I think Lord of the Rings was as important for books as Lord of the Rings was, the movie was for film. Mm. Like, Building the, bo- the deep- Lord of the Rings books were important to books as the film was to as film. the films were okay. To that's film. a really really interesting statement. I like and that. it's like I it's like- interesting because it's not like analyzing one versus the other, but Mm-mm. the books created such a immersive world and captures yeah. your imagination, and maybe just byproduct of having to match that. And and, and that's one thing I give uh, Peter Jackson credit for is that he did not cut Pretty any good. corners. <laughs> You know, he created Hobbiton and all that stuff, and he, you know, he made it look like it was lived in, and I mean, he made mm-hmm. Middle Earth look like it had an ancient, you know, civilization before it, and it and yeah. it sold you on it. And yeah. before I want to give CGI a, a crutch, accomplishment in film. <laughs> but I want to give a standing up applause to to that uh, observation there. Like I, I just you. enjoyed that. That's a really <laughs> interesting interesting observation. And you could be you could be exactly right. I love it. I love yeah. it. Awesome. It's almost like I want to steal it and take credit Easy. for it. Easy. Ali's got an ego go problem. So, so, my, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to so, receive that. Oh, no. And let Caitlin have oh, it. Cause no. I, no. No, because I actually have. Well, I was going to say, though, so now we're done with the one that you're not going to talk about. So let's right. talk about the one that you're going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, well, this, I wouldn't have, I, I don't know if I would have had a time to bring it up, but it's uh, The Lovely Bones. Mm. Interestingly enough, also by Peter Jackson. Um, but it was but it was because I was such a huge fan of Peter Jackson this is before Hobbit uh-huh. and Marky Mark yeah. and I was like he's doing Lovely Bones that's really interesting like why is he doing Lovely Bones I mean he's done other things like like similar in the past whatever um, brain dead but I picked up the book and I was like you know what I'm gonna read it mm-hmm. and I love the book by Alice Siebold <laughs> Highly recommend it. Okay. Now, did Super. you read the book before you saw the movie, or you I found did. out they yeah, were I making the movie? He was okay. Got it. Exactly. I found out he was making it, and I was like, okay, I got to read this book before I go see it, uh, because I, I I have not read anywhere near as many books as I want to read because mm-hmm. I and I love reading books, which is kind of the ironic thing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna this is gonna be one of those few movies that I will have read the book before I go see it. So I made an effort to read it. You get loved that it. Super good movie. <laughs> the changes I didn't love like. Like yeah. it was a bit spoiler. What is it? Yeah. Well, they made it a little more fam not family friendly, but they made it a little bit safer, mm. which I don't appreciate. The the book the book is about a um 
is about a little girl that gets uh, kidnapped and other things and killed. Okay. And then it's her journey of coming back and kind of seeing um, what her life is like without her, kind of like mm-hmm. how that kind of ripples through her life. Um, and I actually liked Marky Mark, who's fine. But it was oh, the yeah. changes to the story that I didn't love. Like it was like, like they they held back on a few things and and like some like the ending was a little different and yeah it just didn't I didn't love the adaptation as much that. which yeah. is interesting because I was like it's Peter Jackson I'm so yeah. excited for this I have nothing against um, Marky Mark and it either. looked beautiful but Except yeah that's in- an example of like yeah he made changes to Lord of the Rings that were you know I, I think appropriate for movies yeah like the structural changes especially for the third book because it's that would not have worked in that structure as a film. Yeah. Um, but then Lovely Bones being so, you know, one shot story should be easy to adapt. Just didn't, didn't sit right for me. Didn't hit the mark. Didn't hit the mark. Key mark. Mark, key mark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I couldn't help it. Um, well done. But that's my thing. Turn, turn over to Life's a Binge. What you, um, which one of you guys got in hand? Well, along that same lines where I was, I remember, I distinctly remember walking through Target and Tarje, it, like was, it was days after I saw the trailer for The Martian mm. with Matt Damon. Best comedy. And I, was, and I was like, this, right. <laughs> and I was like, that looked like a really interesting movie. And then I'm walking through Target and I see like The Martian, now a, a major motion picture. And I was like, oh, that's a book. So I, I literally bought the book before I went and saw the movie. The book is phenomenal. It's Re- so really good. great read. Really great read. And then I went and saw the movie and I was like, hey, they did a good job with that. Yeah, they, they did. Kind a great of changed job. the ending a little bit, but like it was a really solid adaptation of it. And it brings up one of the points that I wanted to talk about a, a little bit where when they have the first person narrative as the book, mm-hmm. that's when I'm always like, how are you going to do this as a movie? Mm-hmm. Like it was a little easier with the Martian because he's making a video log or, or whatnot. But when you're you're inside somebody's head for a thousand pages, and then you see them on screen, you're not witnessing their inner dialogue the whole time. So I'm like, it's, it's a different it's relationship. Intriguing. You're not as connected, right? It's you're not as as connected, and so that's why I'm always like, oh, I don't know if it's gonna work as far as a movie goes, but then you watch it and you're like, oh yeah, trust the director of photography and trust the director and the <laughs> actors to to convey their emotions and stuff instead of just like having it spelled out for you, you know, so to speak. But so The Martian was was just on my mind because of the whole wanting to read it before you saw the movie thing. Mm-hmm. But it's going back to like the favorite adaptations. I'm going to have to go along the same lines as Josh and pick a Dumas novel and say The Three Musketeers. Really? <sighs> yeah, he's talking nice. about the Wishbone Whoa. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. That's a great adaptation. Is that a Beagle kind of dinosaur? Yeah. That's awesome. It's uh, Jack Russell. And, Jack Russell. And it's because uh, it's such great source material. Hold on. That, Yes. Which which uh, which adaptation? Which which Three Musketeers? I know there's been a couple now. The Milk Chocolate. Well, that's the that's the thing. I'm, right. <laughs> the one Oliver Platt. The <laughs> well, the thing that I'm going to say is like there are so many different iterations of it because mm-hmm. the source material is so great that there are you know countless movies that keep coming out. Same thing with like Robin Hood, where it's like, oh, that's such a good story. Let's make our own version of that. Um, but one of my all time favorites is the Oliver Platt Disney. Three Musketeers, yeah. Tim Curry, nice. Chris yeah. O'Donnell, Charlie Sheen, okay. Kiefer Sutherland. It's it's. I feel like it's the most uh, not accurate, obviously, because the books 
but crazy it different. That but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it captures the essence and it's it's the fun swashbuckling action adventure movie that you want uh, with just enough comedy. It. And yeah, and so, but but as far as like the source, like I love that they can take that source material and then you can get a movie which wasn't as successful like The Musketeer. Mm-hmm. And do you guys remember that movie? Yeah, I remember it happened. I don't remember <laughs> anything about it. And so it's like, okay, Blocked well, y- y- good job, you know, good effort on that one. Way they go, they took this, they took the source material and just kind of made their own thing with it. But when you have such good source material that can span, you know, movies and TV shows and a, a Mickey Mouse cartoon version, like uh-huh. you know, like yeah, there's, it's crazy to me. So Taylor's that's one of my favorites. Time, some might say. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I could say Lord of the Rings or, or Harry Potter, but those are the go-tos. So I thought I'd throw you guys a curveball with the, the three, three Musketeers. Right on. Oh, that's it. very cool. So uh, I would have to say that um, for me, you know, I am 74 years old. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Happy birthday. But, uh, Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, but the movie slash book that always comes to mind when I think of the, that is the movie Failsafe. And uh, mainly just because it was a book that my mom had and she wanted me to read. And uh, and I read it and I saw the movie when it came out uh, with uh, Harry, uh, Henry Fonda as the president. And uh, if you're not familiar with the story, if mm, you're familiar please. with Dr. Strangelove, uh. Uh, that is kind of based off a of failsafe. It's uh, the story of a of a kind of a renegade general who kind of loses his mind and attacks Russia. And then uh, the president has to intervene get off my plane not nearly like that (laughs) (laughs) sorry my bad no no morally and strictly yeah in strictly presidential ways where he has to get on the horn and talk to russia and talk and and it's really a fascinating story that uh that if you're familiar with dr strange love which is a classic stanley kubrick oh yeah black comedy uh it's the same it's essentially the same story where someone has uh, attacked the russia and they have to kind of deal with the with the consequences of it but it's really good and it's really dark and what i loved about the movie version of it is that it sticks with the book which means uh, at the end of the story new york and moscow both get nu- nuked and uh it's dark it's great and they didn't you they didn't know cut it short Exactly. Yeah, that's they what the right. people wanted. They want to see that in real life. <laughs> you know, or, or at least like artistically, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are saying that they could have like really like made it a happy ending, mm-hmm. but uh, they they kept true to the story, and it's a it's a lesson for humanity, and it was great. Yeah, I don't it know if you guys have ever seen it or not, but it's I but know, it's good but stuff. I have seen Doctor Strange Love a bunch. Yeah. So well, there you now, go. Yeah. yeah. Now I, mean, I got to so go you, back you, one step and see Failsafe. Yeah, oh, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll you'll love it. It's really good. Henry Fonda's really good, and and uh, the guy who played Darren on Bewitched plays the uh, oh, translator. Wow. Yeah, uh, uh, that's I mean, a Henry important Fonda. part. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Oh, it yeah. looks like it looks like uh, Walter Matthau's in it. Larry Walter Matthau's money it. in it. Yes, yeah, it's really so it's money really good. Even know it? Wow. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. So like movies like The Omen and Jaws and oh. The Deep. Like those were all movies that I read the book uh, as a young as a young man and, and saw the movie. Poseidon, but uh, but Poseidon, no, that doesn't ring a bell. Now that Poseidon oh. Adventure, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Percy Adventure. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. With the boat, say, where the boat Jackson, turns upside down. Upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the didn't never read that book. Who said oh, Percy yeah. Jackson? That's my <laughs> nephew. That's my nephew's jam. Is I'm the not gonna, is, per, is I'm Percy not Jackson? Raise my hand so for that. The, the newer <laughs> movies is called Poseidon because they're Hollywood. That's what it was. But but it's the same story of a of a luxury liner turning upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Kaylin, right on. Oh, now man. it's your turn. You must rise now to the uh, to the to the platform. <sighs> Do it. Ali already said such great things about it. 
Um, well, one up him. Just say things that you like about it. Well, say better it, things. So is it fail safe? I, well, okay. <laughs> it's wishbone. Three Musketeers. It is wishbone. I'm sorry. Uh, so, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of movies that. Uh, but, but, wow. English just escaped me entirely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. is, is my pick. But I also have a very strange connection with Lord of the Rings. Um, the guys in the room know that I have a tattoo. On uh-huh. my left ankle of the riding around the ring, um, we call it precious. It is it is precious to me, obviously. <laughs> yeah. so it's part it, of my it, it, it goes all the way around your ankle, and it has the same writing as the the, the, the ring. Language of Mordor, yes. black That's speech. Yes. Dope. <laughs> so you guys, you need a photo of that on, on your guys' we, fo- uh, website or up. Facebook. Oh God, I didn't shave. Don't do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and a translation because I don't know what it says. So. One ring, drill them all. One, one ring, find them. Ring, one ring, find them. One ring, find them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like <laughs> I got you, girl. I'm stumbling because I'm trying to figure out how to say these words because it's. Probably I don't think any of you guys cords. know this about me, but when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, I was like, when did the first one come out? It was like 2001. 2001. I was in high school. One, so I was like 11. Mm-hmm. That's when my depression started. Mm-hmm. And I had a really, really deep connection with Lord of the Rings because that was what <laughs> I like, escaped Colbert. into. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I hadn't actually read the books. I'm actually reading them now. Oh, oh nice. shit. Yeah, it, it was completely reversed for me. I completely delved into Lord of the Rings. Then, like, that's what got me into, like, LARPing communities um, because nice. I wanted to like fight like I saw on the screen and stuff. It's awesome. Um, I was kind of like you. I saw the first uh, movie and I was so obsessed with it um, that, uh, and my dad knew I was going to be, that by the time we got home from the movie, he had had my stepmom set up the books on the <gasps> on the table. So I came home and all the books were there after seeing the first film. Oh and my I just, gosh. Like, devoured them. I, but I did it reverse order. I saw the movie and that then it the happened. Books. Yeah. <laughs> I think my sister actually had the books and had read them all, but she was very possessive of some things. So I was <laughs> like, not going to touch like it. Like Lord of the Rings. Like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Precious. Uh, yes. Precious. <laughs> um, but so, like. J- the- Jared does a really good smeagle, by the way. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you guys yes. know that or not, but I yeah. Did not. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Jared. What? Jared. Yeah, now we're the spotlight is do your, on. Do your spiegel. It's my precious. Where did Jared go? <laughs> that's exactly. He's, he's uh, not here right now. You got to introduce uh, uh, Andy Serkis in the beginning of the show. Right. Uh, but yeah, so I, I had a really deep connection to the movie and the music and like. It, it was music. one of those things where, like, I fell into that world completely for years because the movies were so amazing. Yep. And then only in the last, like, few years, I mean, I got the tattoo when I was, like, 19. So I was into those movies from the time I was 11 to 19. Um, and well, then you still are. I still am. Oh, hardcore. Um, yeah, I mean, they, but those now, movies made me want to be a storyteller. Like, yeah, down. yeah. yeah. Uh, but... So now I'm getting to the books and it's strange because like all of the things that weren't in the movies are now those things that are kind like of like Bombadil and stuff like that. Yeah. They, they're Tom becoming Bombadil. they're becoming like <laughs> Lord of the Rings is strangely paralleling my life in weird ways. Oh. So it's become like a I mean not Sauron and everything. So everyone around like, is gonna well, die. I mean you did get Mordor speech tattooed on your body, so you're kinda asking for it. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> no, they're you know, like Things that happen, realizations for the characters, like journeys that they go through. Those, I've I've found similarities within that the book 
that I found strength in for myself. So it's been a really neat thing where like the movies were that kind of, you know, that source of strength for me then. And now the books are kind of like a different kind of strength for me now. Yeah. And they're both stories that I've fully immersed in. um, It's like it's a circle. It's like. As, as, as I, if I may make a observation Please into why do. that might be, and I think the reason it works so well is because he wrote them um, based on his experiences in World War, mm-hmm. um, yeah. in the Great War or whatever, like being in the trenches, like brothers in arms, like all that stuff translated and inspired him into- Fly you fools. It was his Fly escapism. You, fools, you know, the Balrog. He wrote yeah. the Hobbit first. Those were all things that happened to him. <laughs> Biting fingers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Going no, but I think that's why like there's such a genuine uh, realism like, to it. Almost. Realism story of like genuine connection of, of like, it's a real story brotherhood. in a fantasy world. Yeah. yeah. My Ugh. favorite my favorite quote is about how he came up with an entire Elvis language and then says evil mountain names it Mount Doom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bad place. Sounds about right. Um, for me, uh, mine that I got on my hand that uh, it's I think it's gonna be a little different for anyone that's listened to us. It's a uh, not a comic book, even though I <gasps> talk a lot about it. What? It's going to be The Great Gatsby. Oh, um, wow. Because I was one of those kids that had to read books in school. And you the, talking about the Wishbone version? Nope. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm talking about, actually, so I had to read it, you know, obviously for school and shit like that, like with fucking Pigman, Silas Marner, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that b- b- book, I read the book first. And I was just like, I, I didn't like reading books that often. I, I was in accelerated reader programs because I'm like, I didn't like reading them. I had to get books assigned to me. Um, but I read this book and I was in high school. And this was like when I got my first love and then my first heartbreak. And that shit was hard. And, and you were like, I just want to throw mm-hmm. pretty shirts. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, it was autumn. It was autumn winds. And then it, it's rough. Uh, so reading Great Gatsby uh, to me was like, the biggest dude's mopey sad story and I super loved it and resonated with it because it was about this guy who literally was holding sad on. bro is sad yeah he was just trying to hold <laughs> on to the past as much as possible and he can he he can't come to grips with the fact that like his girl's moved on she has feelings for him but she's married and that's not happening but to um, the point about the Martian where it's a story about a guy in his first person it's about Nick Carraway and how he's observing Jay Gatsby and so it's kind of like you see pain from afar, it, even though like you live practically on his estate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched the older version, the Nick Watterson, the uh, who's a Robert Redford version, Mia Farrow. Yeah, that one, not the Leonardo DiCaprio, Jay Z bumping yeah. music one. <laughs> Toby although, Ma- to- I, although I was like, if there's one person gonna play Nick Carraway, it's gonna be Tobey Maguire. And I loved it because there's a part where he screams no when he sees someone die. <laughs> And I'm just like, that's the only way they could have modernized it with Leonardo DiCaprio being fucking Jay Gatsby. I'm like, come on, this is Jay Gatsby. Leonardo DiCaprio dies in every movie. I'm just saying. Um, and he, most movies, other than like yeah, okay. Revenant, yeah. like, he dies in most of his movies. Which is a surprising one he didn't I, die in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, when I saw Jay, uh, Grey Gatsby, the, the modern one, oh, the new one, I I was like, oh wow, this is like modernized. And then all of a sudden they had like, oh, soundtrack by Jay Z. I'm like, I didn't need that because this is Boo. super period piece. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, credit you know, credit that dude. He's a whatever genius you want to call him. But I mean, like, Leonardo DiCaprio looks suave as fuck. There's May Mays about him. There's gifs with that like that glass and the fireworks going on, but I'm like, yep. they had the money to make this shit look good. I want to see that and green lights. Baz. I like Baz. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann. 
Yeah. Um, and I'm, yeah, so I mean, I, that that's my that's my yeah. Great Gatsby. Nice. I mean, uh, just a real quick like shout out. I mean, Harry Potter will always be my. I mean, all day, every one. day, all day, every day. <laughs> that's why I got a tattoo. Talk about it for a second. Right. <laughs> we all have tattoos. Well. Well, Gryffindor, motherfucker. Well, I guess what I would say Raven is like, Claw bitches. I, like, <laughs> like right. what you, like what you said about uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, me too. I, the Harry Potter came into my life. I think a friend was like, "Oh, this book came out, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone." I'm like, "Oh, cool!" So I started reading it, and it just hooked me. And then when the movies came out, it was just. And I'm one of those people that I don't mind the differences. I don't mind that there's well, a couple, minor ones. Yeah. They're so minor that it's like, but they are such good adaptations, casting wise, everything. But Dobby Do I miss gives Peeves? Him, yes, I miss Peeves. But Dobby gives them the gillyweed. I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they they will always be my number one, always. Yeah. But we're gonna do an episode always? about that. Yeah. So. Right. Always. Um, uh, I think there'll be a chance at the end after Corey goes, like, well, we could just gush about all of them. But yeah, I, I have one. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate that. Tom knows that this is going to be already. Uh, and it is, it is Fight Club oh. uh, for a lot of different reasons. Um, uh, first of all, it's my favorite writer. It's my favorite director directing the movie. And the two of them worked together on the film. So it was like this perfect culmination of like my two worlds colliding all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, they do take creative liberties with it. So yeah. like, for those of you who have seen Fight Club but haven't read the book, the whole reason that they're, uh, you know, blowing up and setting everyone's credit back to zero is because Marla has breast cancer and she can't afford, she's not approved for like healthcare or anything like that. Yeah. So if they set anyone's credit back to zero, they'll have no history of her past and they can get her medical help and stuff like that. So um, while they didn't include that, and I really wish they had, what they did change as far as the ending goes, Chuck Palahniuk has gone on record who wrote Fight Club and said, David Fincher fixed my ending, which I thought was really cool. Uh, hmm. Probably the highest compliment you can yeah, get from yeah, a writer definitely. about ad- no shit, yeah. adapting their books. Right. Um, but beyond that, I mean, that movie to me, I'm a huge fan of dark comedies. I think yeah. it might be my favorite genre. Um, and is. to me, that is almost a perfect dark comedy. Um, the subtle things that you find out with each watch like yeah. the little things here and there, like, oh, they crashed the car, which he gets out on the driver's side, even yeah. though he was on the passenger side. Like little things like that that I found over time Spoilers. have <laughs> had me fall in love with that movie so. even more and gone back and read the book two or three more times. To um, this day, I always call any project that I'm working on Project, project Mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do not talk about Project Mayhem, sir. Um, but it also was the film that introduced me to, uh, uh, you know... Um, my favorite Edward directors Norton. and Edward Norton and Brad Pitt and that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was. And Edward Norton, has, as Tom knows, has become one of my favorite actors as well. Uh, so uh, it's just this, like, it's a really, for me, even though it's this, like, really gritty, dark movie, it is a comfort movie to me. If I'm having a bad it's a day, great movie. I'll put it on at fucking nine in the morning over breakfast and watch Fight Club. And I'll make myself feel better that way. So uh, that's oh. my favorite adaptation. That's awesome. Right on. Yeah. I'm going to steal that and I'm going to use it as my own. There you go. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. I'm but, sensing a theme here, BJ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just mining no gold original right ideas. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to say you guys are with, uh, you guys with are great. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but also Three Musketeers Wishbone is my favorite. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It is pretty good. Oh, um, man. You should see Wishbones of Mice and Men that never aired. 
Yeah. It's way too dark for kids. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because instead of a rat, rabbits. he actually kills humans. Yeah. Wait, is that real or are you? No, I'm just, making that up. Okay. That just whizzed right over my head. Mm-hmm. Look at the uh, rabbits, like, Witchbone. Oh, Look at the rabbits. Something that um <laughs> that we've developed uh, on the show, I think it is a good chance for us to just gush about some. Oh, like, I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, I'm just, I'm just presenting it. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. seguing it. I'm ham fisting. Seguing. Segu- well, I want to give a, yeah. I want to give a gush, gushy shout out to the Princess Bride. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you read that book? Absolutely. As you wish. And, and the book is great. And I love that the fact that in the movie he's reading the book and it makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one happy. of those perfect movies that made some changes. Absolutely. Made some changes from the that. book, but like probably for the better. Yes. Yes. And it's so good. I it's a movie, movie that so I would be very upset if they did a, a remake of. Yeah, oh, so I don't upset. think they ever should. I, yeah, they couldn't. They could. They, they will. Did Willy Wonka. They will. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> there's so. I mean, there's That's so many adaptation of a book too. Yeah. Willy Wonka. I will say. Oh, I'll, I'll, oh you know what? I never read. I never read. I, I read Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, but I never read. How did you read the sequel, factory? but never the original? I don't know, but that's how it was. <laughs> how does that even happen? And I was, I've, been like, I've, been waiting, I've been waiting my whole life for the, for them to make that. That's like Josh saying, you know what my favorite book is? The first Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban. God, yeah. when Sirius Black gets oh. introduced. It's so cool. <laughs> right off the bat. They start the whole franchise in the middle of everything. Media trace. Oh, um, God. I think a good shout out to, I think to me, I think, it's a film to franchise. Yeah, to me, this is a, f- a film franchise that's been around for like ever. Uh, James Bond. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I really liked. Is this specifically in Casino Royale at the very end? They kept. That I could do an episode line. on James Bond because I grew up on that. Yeah. Love James Bond. My dad which one? made me all of no the old but school which, one. But who's Sean Connery? Connery? Is Sean Connery your James yeah. Bond? Yeah, right. Sean Connery. But in Casino Royale, um, with D- Daniel Craig at the very end, uh, the line is said. Um, you know, when he's talking to M, he's like, is the job done? And he's like, or or after he survives and uh, Vesper is gone, there, there's a very big line that's translated from the book. It's like, well, the bitch is dead. And like, it was such like a visceral moment because yeah. it was that point of like, James Bond is born. Yep. Yeah. The agent is dead. James Bond is born. I was like, it's it was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of, there's a lot on this list that I did not know. Like which one? Based on books. Um, well, there's, yeah, go ahead. Like Dracula? No, I knew Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Stokers. Shout out to Gary Oldman. Um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner? Was, yeah. Uh, Do you dream of electric sleep? Sleep. Sleep. Oh, sleep. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Suddenly you Androids dream uh, of electric sleep. I genuinely sheep. did not know American Psycho, Godfather, LA Confidential. Yeah. Um, I, like they wrote, you wrote Silver Lines on here without the playbook. We all know what that is. But it, it almost makes it look like, sound like it's Silver Linings was a playbook. There's also nothing listed on here from oh, uh, Stephen King. And yeah, oh, misery. Like, when you it. tell people, like, hey, what's your favorite movie? Nine out of 10 people are going to say Shawshank. Yeah. And yeah. That's a, it's a short story. So, you know, it's not quite the same. But the fact that we haven't shouted any Stephen King out is kind of well. I was and, I was going and, to, and I have read the Stand by Me short story that it was based on. Yeah. So nice. Like, that's a yeah. Um, oh yeah. One in the wind column. Secret. Tower. I actually. Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm a huge that fan of uh, Secret Window. Yeah. Oh okay. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I was obsessed with that movie for quite some time. The Green Mile. Mm-hmm. I actually read. Oh, the book. Green Mile's the shit. It was so. I never good. read it, but that that movie's great. So. 
I was going to give a shout out to Interview with a Vampire. Because I, I read that. I read that book. And I, I did really, read that book. I liked it. It's kind of cheesy and awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And then when they changed it to Twilight, I was pit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump was a book. It's one yeah. of my favorites. I, I wanna, See, that's one of those I want to read because I love that movie so much. And yeah. I'm like, I want to kind of read that read one. Either. I do oh. want to give a shout out to the specifically the, the the Swedish Girl with the Dragon Tattoo films. Oh, yeah. I know I said Fincher's my favorite director and he did the American versions, but those Swedish ones are perfect. Dark. They are I love, dark. I love them. Yeah, but I love them. they're super true to the books. Dark as fuck. And it looks like they're continuing without him anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. Schindler's List. There's another one. Oh, oh Schindler's just... List. Oof. Never read it. Never read uh... <laughs> Jaunty romp through the Holocaust. <laughs> That's what you want to Good call times. it. It's kind of like I when mean, we look at like Chris Hemsworth games. and we go, "Oh, poor ugly man." Yeah, what a sad, <laughs> what a sad life sad. he must have. Yeah, uh, Hunger well, Games. I know were some of my uh, my wife's actual favorite adaptations from uh, until they got to the third movie, and then yeah. she was like, "No, I just realized I I read." Um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say Yeah, I read that. But I had never read the original. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> when I watched the movie to find out what it actually was. There you mm. go. And nice. that's what it was the like, Kiara Knightley. I think yeah. that was the one. Yeah. But I really you had to go do it. your James book McAvoy. report so you watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And your teacher was like, there are no zombies that's, that's in this. That's not in the book. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised because she like cuts off someone's head. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not supposed to. Did not see that Did coming. we already say the hatchet? Oh my God. You mentioned kidding. that very <laughs> a long kidding. ago, my friend. Well, it's We're funny because you, you mentioned um, that Fight Club's one of your comfort movies yeah. and on the list is Silence of the Lambs and my wife loves I, that I movie. Love I love times. that movie. She, literally, she puts it on to fall asleep too and I'm like, I love you so much. Like I love, my I love wife the whole is franchise. the best. That's awesome. The, yeah. the TV show is one of the one of my the wife most enjoyable TV shows that I've is seen it? in a while. It's that, Hannibal. It's so I, I, well God, done. I want to hear more about that because I've never watched it, but mm-hmm. I've kind of heard good things. Mads Mikkelsen I, kills it as Hannibal. Yeah. Huh. It is like I'm it just is glad like that the they, most artistic interpretation imaginable for Hannibal, and it's so well really? produced. Well, and I'm glad uh, they got to end it because all the like yeah. cancellation rumors and now, stuff. I was yes. like, God, you just have to get to they the end. To, Do you they know, got to end it. Shout out to Brian Cox. Do you know Cox. if if that's streaming somewhere? Uh, you know what? That's a great question. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. No. Well, but there's only three seasons, and the DVDs are I'm losing my nerd on right now. There's <laughs> a big <laughs> shout out that I can't believe I fucking forgot. Pinocchio. Uh, Yes, Wishbones okay. Pinocchio. No. Uh, talk about Jonathan Taylor Thomas, no. baby. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, oh yes. One of my favorites of all time. I actually did the, the Lord of the Rings trick where I saw the movie first and then read the book afterwards. Mm. And I can say I, they are different. Yep. They're very, yeah. like, a lot of big changes. But I love them both equally for what they are. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. the movie, to me, is one of the most fun and unique movies that I've seen in a long time. And I, it's one of those ones that if, if it is on somewhere... I will just watch the whole thing. It's I funny because yeah. I feel like, ironically enough, like based on what the book is, like I find the movie like really complementary to yeah. the book. Yeah, like, yeah. I almost like it, it's almost like you need both to be complete. <laughs> a Sam Rockwell like, salt garnish on the plate. Sam Rockwell is so good in Sam it. Rockwell. He's so Sam good. Rockwell is good, good in everything. everything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You don't Alan, have to explain it to me, man. man That's course, my boyfriend Rickman, crush. Rest in peace. Your man crush. My man crush. Yeah. My wife said I get one man crush, and that's the one. That's it? Yeah. You just only get one? one? No. 
Zoe Deschanel <laughs> no. for day. But she's the, she's that's like the, the one, elephant. That's the one that whenever she sees, she goes, "There's your boyfriend." <laughs> that's the one that she acknowledges. Oh, I guess, okay. That she knows of. So she's okay with that I have a one. Long... <laughs> yeah, I have a really long man crush list too. She's more than Me okay too. with it. Thomas <laughs> <laughs> Middleditch gushing about movie adaptation. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was also going to say shout out sorry. to Shakespeare. Anything Sh- Shakespeare? That's okay, yeah. hold on. Show me Juliet. Hold, hold on. on now. Wait. <laughs> Do we need? Yeah. Does hold it count? Because I'll talk I, about some Shakespeare. Because I wa- I read. You know, you had to read for school and shit. I did not like Romeo plus Juliet. Because no. and, and some people will Plus, say like it's great it's because good. it's such. We're talking act, about the movie, the movie, right? The one where he says, "Grab my long sword," and he grabs a shotgun <laughs> from like his limo, so and good. I'm like, I didn't. I immediately when I saw it, like I had such like a, <laughs> like I didn't like it. But then that again, that's just I me. I didn't like again. it. Doesn't mean it's bad. I will it give now. it its merits and stuff like that. But for me, I, I agree a, with you back then. Uh, because, Maybe I should watch it because with like, also like, yeah, like the age that I was Take in with the, with the people that were uh, watching it, they were kind of like angsty and like it was it was cool to like the movie and I hated that aspect, the like social aspect of it. But uh-huh. like now, like watching it after college, after reading Shakespeare, after like seeing like good Shakespeare movies, and seeing going some back at Romeo plus Juliet, seeing Sha- some stage shows, Shakespeare. It's a fun movie, dude. It's a great adaptation. Yeah, I enjoyed it at and first. I didn't like it. <laughs> Boz Lerman? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and, and I, I want to go... Mr. Gatsby himself. The, the only reason I want to go into it, again, is probably John Leguizamo. That's the perfect reason yeah. to go into it. He's a great reason to go into it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, But everyone's really him. great. The uh, the guy who plays the priest is your favorite guy from Jurassic Park 3. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He's a phenomenal... He's a Shakespearean stage actor. Yeah. So they got him as the as the priest. Is, is he's Claire great. Danes not one of your baby days, or is that... Something. She, I mean, she can be. I could just put her in. She can quick. be, he said. She could be. <laughs> wow, she, so she, no. He'll allow it. Inducted into it. I'm okay I know she it. can be, even for me, she can be a little off-putting in, in, uh, in um, her show. I like on-putting. Homeland. 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 I, 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 I watch Homeland, and she's still a bae. But <laughs> yeah. she, she, she has this lip quiver thing when she cries. <laughs> Hey, that's what oh, I do. You mean yeah. every I second of that show? Yeah. You mean <laughs> the fava <laughs> beans from Science of the Lamp? My mom, my mom called it boo boo lip. <laughs> boo boo lip? Because that's what like the that. lip thing that yeah. kid gets when they get a boo boo. But here's the thing it's so bad that we're talking about it right now. Yeah. Oh Many God. people know. It's not one of those, I wonder if I'm the only one that notices that. Oh, you no, are. Okay. Boo boo. Not that bad. Um, for another short story, I think uh, one that I've talked about a lot is, and I haven't read it, but I mean, the movie I liked, Arrival. Amy Adams and um, oh yes. yeah, never saw that. Uh, I liked it a lot. Jeremy Renner, I believe. Can I? Can I did I, enjoy that movie. Can I ask one question? No. Uh, to Probably. wrap it up, kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and if you don't have an answer, that's totally fine. But what is a book or short story that has not been adapted that mm. you'd like to see? Um, Get out of my head. And then we'll. Oh, I was gonna ask that because I have. I mean, I think it's being. It's been in talks to be a movie, a TV show over the past like five or six years, and yet there's no. Solid proof of anything. But there was this one Similarian. short story from uh, uh, Scary Stories for Kids about Harold, oh, yeah. Harold the Scarecrow. Well, Guillermo oh. now has the rights to do all scary stories. And I hope he does it because that specific story I about the Scarecrow those. coming to life yeah. and like skinning one of the guys and drying his oh. skin out. And like, I would love to see that. I remember Bloody Fingers. Yeah, I, I remember those scary stories. They were the art, terrifying. Art, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, if you look up scary stories for kids book and you just Google search the images, 
They will give you nightmares for weeks. Just the images. Even as an adult, I've gone back to look at them and gone, oh, fuck! Scary stories to tell in the dark. That's what it is. That's That's Shaun of the Dead scared me, so probably not. Yeah, for me. Scary stories to tell in the dark. There's three books. Yeah. Uh, Any of them. Make any of them. I don't care. Guillermo has it, you said? Guillermo has the right. That is the right person to have it. And he's been wanting to do it for like a really long time, but I think it's just a matter of like green lighting because he can't get shit greenlit for some reason. But that's that's my vote for... Story that hasn't been made yet. Anyone else can jump in. Yeah, Josh. I, I have one. Um, anything by Christopher Moore. And I know that uh, all your of, boy. He is my boy. Um, it's comedy, com- right? He's comedy. It's sardonic dark comedy. comedy. It's dark comedy. It's I amazing. Mine, sorry. I realize that I, I think he has said that all of his books have been optioned, but it's Hollywood. And so yeah. I want Dirty Jobs to be the book oh right my now. God, yes. They were talking about doing a series of that. You I guys was at, in your history. I was at a um, reading. <laughs> Nerds! I was at a, a a signing and a reading of his a couple months ago, and he said that there is talks of a TV show for Dirty Jobs. Oh. I mean, it's a concept that's been around, you know, go be deaf or whatever, but, like, the way he tells that story is just so fantastic. Yeah. Could they call it Dirty Jobs, though? It is called Dirty of Jobs. Micro. With Micro. <laughs> Could they, would they have to name the TV show something else? Oh, just saying. Maybe. Uh, how about life Love Dirty It has a longer, it has a kind of a longer, but anyway. How about you guys, Life's a Bitch? What was the question? Wow. Welcome to yeah. my life. Guys. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to like live stream at the same time on our Facebook page and, and um, I was getting distracted. Uh, with it was it. just, a book, what, a what book? is a book or a story that you would like to see? Oh, okay. Okay. Day? Yes, that's right. And that, and that, would mean that there was something that I've read that hasn't been made into a movie yet. Correct. Uh, and so I'm not the one to ask. So a milk carton. <laughs> yes, exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Make it a dark uh, comedy. It'll be one of the kids. No, that's a really <laughs> tough question because there are so many things that are actually out there, and all the things that are from that I loved from my childhood. There's some like agent exists. Yeah, that that's looking into it as a money making proposition. Like, oh, we could take that story and make it into a movie. So generally, I'm going to see that movie before I read the book. Gotcha. So I don't have a whole totally lot. Totally cool. Of, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Now, can I choose something that has been made but I want a better version of? Sure, sure, yeah, do that. Yeah. You don't have the uh, the Willy Wonka because yet. I'm a huge Michael Crichton fan, and one of the first like bigger novels I remember reading as a kid was his book Timeline, and I was like, this would oh. make such a good story to see. And then they made this horrific thing, sorry, Paul Walker, and I was like, what is this oh. thing that they oh called Timeline? Yeah. What is this pile of garbage <laughs> I have watched? <laughs> I didn't know that was a Michael Crichton book, <laughs> and I love that book because you know medieval times and the King Arthur story and all that stuff is like I love that kind of aspect of of the story. And I, I could envision how it could be. And then I watched the movie and I was like, no, 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 no. I'll just read the book again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back to my safe place. Uh, yeah. Ollie Oxenfree? Uh, yeah, mine. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist it up just because a lot of the books that I've read have already become movies. Um, oh, and I can't really think of anything. So cool. But I've always thought that I would love to see this book become a video game. The Hobbit. Uh, no. <laughs> I would play that, though. It doesn't exist. No. Uh, like a good uh, game. Mary oh, okay, Shelley's Frankenstein. Um, oh. I want to see that go. done as a really interesting, like, dark, well, they're gritty, gonna, they're, they're slow-paced game where you are, where you take the role as Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. And, Can we also give a shout-out? You just, out get, you just get misunderstood and people kill you? Yeah. Since this is about adaptations, can we just also give a really quick shout out to Young Frankenstein? 
for adapting yes. Frankenstein into a, Absolutely. a, a horror comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Just wanted to shout that out. But I love that. I would love to play like a yeah. Frankenstein video game. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, you have a big smile on your face. Because so you're going next. I was prepared. Uh, I was going to say that the one that I wanted to see adapted was uh, the series The Ranger's Apprentice by John Flanagan. And I was looking it up. And to there he is. get his name, and it's they're like, made. "Oh, it's in production." <gasps> oh, Congratulations! Wow. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> but I'm I'm afraid of what it's going to be because it is it's a fantasy world. It's yeah. like follows the life of this orphan. It's like a twelve book series, and it's definitely for kids. But I'm a child in my mind, so That's okay. Uh, There's like a the Lost Years of Merlin is the other one I've always wanted. It's a children's series books mm. of when Merlin becomes Merlin that I've always wanted to see. But I never tell people that. Did it's you watch the books. show Merlin from the UK? BB. Oh, that uh, was a good one. The BB with I forget his name. Sam Neill from way back. When? That's the mini no, 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 series. No, no, no. And no she's that. not talking. About <laughs> no, it's like because that's the only one I've seen. The, literally, the only name that I remember is John Hart was the dragon. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't yeah. see it. There was a BBC it, it's show. the story it was, of like great. Merlin. Becoming saw the one Merlin. with Martin Short, Sam Neill, Helen oh. Bonham Carter. Yeah. I love. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one. So I just love Sam Neill. Yeah. So, huh. if that's what you're talking about, then yes, I've seen it and I love it. Oh, it's great. Uh, Corey, I do have one, by the way. I'm oh. sorry to interrupt. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I mean, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. That's the one I want to see made into a movie. Finally. Okay. So, oh yeah. Uh, I mentioned I mentioned it earlier, but I was like, oh, there is something that I've read that I want to see made into a movie. So that's the one. That's there, there it is. So, full circle with Gene yep. Wilder. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right, yeah. already, already said mine. You already said yours? Yeah, the yeah. short um, stories. It's oh, in the dark. What's listen. the question? I'm kidding. Um, so for me, <laughs> I am going to stick true to form and make it a comic book one. Um, I would like to see Kingdom Come, which is a great uh, novel from DC. Um, most notable, most Batman? notably for Alex Ross's uh, artwork for like hyper realistic DC characters. What do you mean? Is it cheating? We're bringing comic books into this. Hey, go yeah, give hour. me a Nightwing movie. <laughs> Come on, like. Well, I mean, like, this is a specific. <laughs> give me a good. Flash. This is a specific story. <laughs> this is Kingdom Come. This is supposed to be like an off-world story where heroes are done. Yeah, and like, and like or a real Justice League movie. Like all of the children of heroes and villains down. are now destroying everything. Um, but it's supposed to be like that's kind a of, whole nother episode, Tom. <laughs> yeah, we'll get yeah. to reading. <laughs> no, not about Kingdom that Come. Sounds, about that sounds interesting. About what Kingdom you're Come. bringing up now? Yeah. It's dope. I recommend ten out of ten. Uh, yes, well, yeah. we rate five stars, Tom. Ten out of five. Quoting Tom uh, on it. Ten out of ten. That's how good it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the best. You can wow. quote him on it. Kingdom Come is best. <laughs> I feel complete. I feel complete. Yeah. Yeah. I feel complete. Yeah. Does everybody feel complete? Pretty complete. Yeah. Pretty damn complete. Especially now that I get my uh, movie. Yeah. Sh- shout oh, out yeah. to Wizard of Oz real quick. So exciting. Shout oh, out to the Wizard of Oz real quick. Shout out to Todd Oz. Um, but not well, Tin Man. Life's a binge, aka yeah. Jared and BJ. Where can hey, hey, our hey. audience go to to find you? You can find us on all social media at Life's a Binge. Particularly, we've been really active on our Instagram, so check us out there. Uh, but Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all Life's a Binge. Uh, Patreon.com slash Life's a Binge. And uh, if Facebook. all else fails, uh, Facebook or Life's a Binge.com. Dope. 
Perfect. Awesome. Everybody at home, well, Life's a Bench, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. For, yeah. Thanks, Nerdon. Thanks for this having super us. Fun. Absolutely. You guys are awesome, and I love you, yeah. and you guys are great. Yeah. We love you, too. We're lucky, yeah. and, and uh, we're blessed to be able to do this. It's great. Everyone Appreciate at home, it. Nerd on a binge. <laughs> yeah. Nerd on there a binge. Go. Everyone at home, uh, I'm not wearing hockey oh pants. Oh, my God. No, no, no. no. I was going to say, like, when you're like, I feel complete. And I was like, I don't yet. <laughs> that means I did it right. That's the way, that's the way it goes. You let, you let him win every yeah. time you see it. <laughs> Josh, go ahead and take it from there. I was just going to say, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. It's because of our listeners that we're able to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you. We love Your you. Your continued support is greatly appreciated. Yeah. If you want to know more about the show, if you are new to the show, if you're coming over from the Life's a Binge audience and checking it out for your boys over at LAB. Um, huh? Boys and girls. Boys at Life's no, a say Binge. what you're going to say. Boys at Life's a Binge is what he said. LAB. Right. That's what he said. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah. You want to yeah. join them? You want to leave us? You're going to leave us for Life's a Binge? Guys, I didn't want to tell you, but <laughs> oh, right. I've already signed the contract. Oh, I'm it. moving over. This is why I say your, seat, your seat is ready. Yes. Yeah. This is really awkward. <laughs> I think I saw this once in an episode of Wish. Well, you're not leaving. You're fired. <laughs> oh, it's dramatic <laughs> ending of Nerd On. So what I was going to say is you can head on over to our website, nerdonthepodcast.com. That has all of our individual socials. It has the show's socials. We've got social security numbers. Yes. Yes. We did put that on there. That's a new option. Um, It's got articles. We've got our podcast episodes. We've got links to our YouTube, which we're producing a whole bunch of video content and we're streaming video games on Twitch. Mm -hmm. So a whole bunch of stuff. Nerdonthepodcast.com. But you know the drill as always. Nerd on. Nerd on. (laughs) Yeah. Ending broadcast.